This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. To the Helderberg, where he's already swum all of his laps like a good boy, is Professor Dion Foster, head of the Department of Systematic Theology and Ecclesiology, also the director of the Bayes Nordia Center for Public Theology. He might do most of his work today off camera wearing his board shorts. Good morning, Dion. Are you well? I'm well, thanks, Brad. I'm well, thanks. Look, my, my pool is only about, let me see, three meters long. So doing a lap is not really <laughs> such a, an impressive thing, you know. So it's, so it's more of a floating about to cool off than anything else. Floating about. But listen, Brad, as I said uh, just earlier, this this is, you know, repentance weather. I mean, if you think this is hot, try not repent. <laughs> it gets a lot hotter. <laughs> oh, we love that. Try not repenting. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So, so Dion, you know, just before we get into this good conversation around identity this morning, um, you know, I, I think the, the naive in us would have said at some point, maybe the halfway through, through last year, would have said, oh, look forward to, you know, uh, in a few months when everything will be back to normal again. I remember reading uh, some things on social media. I went back in time to see what people were commenting on yesterday around about sort of May or June. And a lot of the conversations were, you know, in a few weeks when things go back to normal, like we had no idea what was coming. And now we're heading into a 2021 where the challenges remain real, you know, in the university situation for you and your theology students. Um, you know, another, another off-site remote session uh, for this semester and for the foreseeable future, yeah. I'm sure. I think so. I think so, Brad. I mean, I think those of us who don't need to be, you know, in laboratories, you know, like the the medics or the engineering students, mm. it's safer for us to stay online. I feel very sorry for the first year students, you know, because mm. for them it's a completely new experience, and campus is so much a part of that. But Brad, I, I keep saying to myself and to friends and to family and to students and colleagues, we must remember that it won't always be this way. Yeah. I don't think it'll always, it'll go back to what it was previously. I think it is going to remain a little different forever. But um, but I must say, you know, we must just be patient, you know, for the sake of, of our responsibility to ourselves mm. and those whom we love. Um, you know, I hope that by the, by the middle, towards the end of the year, we'll have said, wow, remember that time when we used to sit behind our screens all day? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, what a, a good conversation to have at the start of this year is uh, reflecting on our identity and the name that we've been given. And, uh, and and who it is that we serve and what his name is and what that means to us. Brad, now, you know, this, this last week's Sunday was um, Epiphany Sunday. Now, for oh. those of our, our listeners who, who don't follow the, the lectionary, I'll give you just a, a quick little insight into that. The 6th of January is, is actually the day on which uh, Orthodox Christians, so Greek Orthodox, Russian Orthodox, African Orthodox, um, that's the day on which they celebrate Christmas. So oh. We celebrate on the 25th. They celebrate on, on the 6th of January. But in, in Western Christianity, so Protestants and, and Catholics, uh, you know, people from independent churches, um, Epiphany Sunday is always a Sunday on which we, we commemorate two things. Mm. Um, the first thing is we, we remember the visit of the shepherds and the magi to, to Christ the King who is born. And that's a, a wonderful story to tell. But the other one which, which we celebrate, and uh, millions and millions of Christians around the world would have done this, this this past Sunday, is we celebrate the baptism of the Lord. Epiphany is, is that season in the Church's calendar where, where we recognize Christ is with us. 
Emmanuel. Mm. And now during this particular season, we are beginning to try and ask the question, what does it mean that Christ is with us? What does his coming to us mean? And one of the important aspects of that is the baptism of Christ. Now, the two readings which are set traditionally throughout the centuries for this is Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 to 5, and those who would pass a Bible quiz would know that Genesis chapter 1 is the first creation narrative Mm. in the beginning. Remember that story? God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth is formless and without void, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters, and God said, let there be light. And then remember, it separates, and Mm. there is darkness, and there's light, and God looked upon the earth, and God said that it was good. It's a, it's a very, very beautiful creation story. And the interesting thing about that, Brad, yeah. is that we could actually see that the whole of the Bible is in some ways a creation story. Mm. Now, let me tell you why I make that claim. Creation stories always have to do with naming. If we look at the second creation narrative in Genesis chapter 2, which looks at creation from a, a slightly different perspective, you may remember that's the one where, where God comes to Adam and says, Okay, Adam... What do you see here? And Adam says, you know, that looks like a pig. And God says, it's a pig. And then he says, in this, he says, well, that looks like a sheep. And God says, it's a sheep. It's always about naming. Now, the interesting thing is the the second reading that we read on Epiphany Sunday, on the baptism of the Lord, is is either Mark chapter 1, which is is the one baptism narrative, or Luke chapter 3. And um, in both of those baptism narratives, something also happens. God names Jesus. Now, isn't mm. that a, an interesting thing to yes. think about? Now, we don't know why Jesus went to be baptized. The Gospel writers don't tell us that, the four Gospel writers. But what we do know is that Jesus went to be baptized. And certainly in the Synoptic Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, mm. the same thing happens. Heaven opens, the Spirit of God comes down, like in Genesis chapter 1, and God names Jesus. He says these wonderful words. He says, you are my beloved Son. And with you, I am pleased. Now, Brad, think about that. That that must be the most wonderful thing Mm. in all of history to hear. Can you imagine if God said to you, Brad, you are my beloved son, and in you I am well pleased. I mean, that is something to live for. Now, if we read the rest of the Gospels, we probably could say, sure, you know, Jesus didn't really, I mean, you know, we could doubt his name. Mm. You know, people didn't really love him. In fact, they despised him so much that they nailed him to a cross. But when we look at it in that way, that sort of selfish way, we forget that belovedness is not just about experiencing love. It's also about being love. Being the beloved of God is about living the life of love for the sake of others. And I think this is a very, very important thing for us to remember during this week. What does it mean that Jesus comes to us? Well, the first thing is that Jesus comes to us like that spirit came in the form of the dove, Jesus comes to us in human form, and he says, Dion, Brad, you are my beloved. And with you, I'm well pleased. You don't have to do anything. Mm. You don't have to be anything. I've created you. You are perfectly and wonderfully made, uh, the psalmist says, and and I love you, and I'm pleased with you. But just like Jesus had to rise up into his name, the rest of the gospel is a telling of the creation narrative of Jesus. He had to become and live out his belovedness. So too, I think, Brad, that's the invitation to us this year. Jesus says, you are my beloved, and with you I'm well pleased. Mm. And now the invitation to us is to say, okay, how do we live into the name that God has given us?
And I see that as a, as a wonderful and blessed challenge to say, what is there that I can be and do so that I become the beloved of God? Thank you so much for that this morning, Dion. We've been speaking about this earlier this week, a Monday or Tuesday, speaking about identity, struggling so much to try and find out where we fit in and how desperate we are, particularly when we're younger, but then also when you're much older, when your kids leave the house, you know, or maybe a spouse passes on. You know, I'm, I'm a wife, but I'm not, or I'm a mom, but I'm not, but I don't have kids in my house. And so we so battle to fit in somewhere and to try and find an identity. And there's uh, so many, um, of course, we, we know this, you know, there's so much information out there pulling our young people's minds very far away from their true identity and how Christ has dictated it to be for us. Um, and so yeah. thank you for a very timely message. We appreciate that very much. And I'm already seeing messages saying, thank you. And another one saying, thank you. So appreciate your message this morning. It's being well received, Dion. Thanks, Brad. And just to say to our listeners, you know, the, the, the questioning of our identity is, is nothing... It's nothing, you know, that's unexpected. Remember, even Jesus' identity was questioned throughout. But what he said is, I'm going to trust the Word of God rather than the Word of people. And just to say to our listeners today, if anyone questions your truest identity, that you are the beloved of God, just look at them in love and say, I choose to believe God rather than human beings. Thank you so much. That's Professor Dion Foster all the way from the Helderberg. Have a beautiful day. I'm sure you're going to be popping into that pool uh, several times during the course of the day, something you can't exactly do when you're at work at the university. So there's, there's some good things to look for. <laughs> some there are things. benefits. There are benefits. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. Well, listen, stay cool and blessings to you and our listeners. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za